Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse with Nicole podcast. I hope everyone is having a fabulous day, and we are going to get into today's episode. We are talking about gut health and why it is so important. So I'm going to dive right into it and just give you all the information right off the bat. So pay attention, and I hope you enjoy. Your gut produces about 95% of the serotonin in your body. Serotonin is a chemical that helps with our mood. It also boosts our energy and also supports our sleep cycle changes in your serotonin level you can understand that this will definitely affect your gut as well as your brain 70 percent of your immune system is located in your gut the gut microbiome and the immune system are critically intertwined the foods we eat are going to affect the diversity and the composition of the bacteria in our gut which in turn will affect our immune cells said the term gut microbiome and you're probably wondering what that is so let me explain your digestive system your digestive tract and many other organs are linked together. This is your gut microbiome. The health of these organs are crucial for your immune health. The gut microbiome refers to all of the microbes in your intestines. The gut microbiota helps with digestion, metabolism, immune function, and brain health. Let me explain what gut health means. Gut health is basically just describing the function and the balance of the bacteria of all the parts in the GI tract. Ideally, organs such as like the esophagus, the stomach, and then intestines, they all work together to allow us to digest food and eat comfortably without discomfort. I'm going to give you an example to help you understand gut health a little bit better. Think of your gut as your garden. Your gut is like a garden and your diet acts as the soil and the fertilizer. What you put in your garden influences your microbiota, the organisms and the bacteria like I mentioned earlier. The mix of fiber that you eat, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, the micronutrients in your diet determines whether your microbiome is going to flourish or not. It's summer and I know that we probably all have gardens or we all have plants outside. How do you care for your garden outside? You water it, you fertilize it, you weed it, you give it sunshine. So we should be doing all these same things for our gut. One of the simplest things that you can do right now to help your gut health is drink water. We water our plants, we water our garden, and that's basically one of the things that keeps them living. So think about your digestion and what water can do for it. It's going to help it flourish and it's going to soil it. It's going to make things move along nice and smoothly. Plenty of water can also have many other benefits and it also can help with the mucosal lining of the intestines and helps with the good balance of the bacteria in your gut. Water and other liquids help break down food so your body can absorb the nutrients a lot easier. One thing that I do want to suggest or I do suggest to my clients is to avoid drinking around meal times. Why? Just because usually when you are drinking, you are filling your stomach with air or more liquid. So then this can deter you from finishing your meal. And you want to obviously eat your meal because your meal is going to be full of all the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that your body needs. So try to avoid or chugging water around meal times to avoid feeling full and uncomfortable. 
what causes imbalances in the gut? There are many factors that are going to cause this. So let me break it down for you. When we think of our garden, we have little plants living in there. Those are the microbes, the microorganisms. But when one of these little gardens or living plants are out of balance, it can lead to dysbiosis. Dysbiosis usually occurs when the bacteria in your GI tract, which includes your stomach and intestines, becomes imbalanced. This can be caused by alcohol, over-the-counter drugs, antibiotics, stress, unhealthy nutrition, and inflammatory foods. When things become unbalanced, this is when things like bloating, gas, constipation all start to happen and occur, and this is what we don't want. I did mention that stress can affect the gut, so let's talk about that because I know probably everyone on this podcast right now deals with stress if it's daily stress work-related stress life stress whatever that may be so we have to be able to tackle this so it doesn't harm us long term stress can affect the digestion and what nutrients we absorb through our intestines stress can make the intestinal barrier walls weaker and this allows bacteria to enter the body and this is what's going to cause that imbalance of your gut and the dysbiosis causing the gas, the bloating, the constipation, the IBS, the acid reflux, all those symptoms of bad gut health. So when you have your coach saying reduce your stress, stress is the worst thing for you, it is because it's going to lead to so many other factors that you don't know about rather than just mental stress, it's going to lead to physical stress as well on your body. When we talk about the gut brain connection, this is something that is actually really important to talk about because your brain is connected to your gut. So if you are always stressed, if you're depressed, if you're anxious all the time, think about how your gut is always feeling. So if you're a really anxious person, are you always bloated? Are you always gassy? Do you have acid reflux? Do you feel uneasy in the belly lots of the times? This is all going to be reflecting on your stress and how it's connected to your gut. So next time you are eating, I want you to pay attention to are you running around chasing the kids? Are you driving? Are you walking? What kind of state are you in when you eat? I've talked about this before and it's called the rest and digest parasympathetic stage when you want to be eating and prime your body for digestion. So you want to be relaxed. You want to be sitting down. You want to be at rest. You don't want to be chasing the kids around. You don't want to be driving. You don't want to be walking, whatever that may be, because your body is not really in the prime state for digestion. And what that's going to do is it's going to lead to gas and bloating and upset stomach. I hope everyone listening to this podcast right now is like thinking back to their last meal time and what they were doing. And if not, pay attention next time you eat your next meal and see how you feel, see how your digestion works. Whatever I am going to go eat my meal, I make sure that I am sitting, I'm relaxed, I'm not distracted, and I take a couple big deep breaths and I just relax my mind and then I go ahead and I enjoy my meal. Before I finish this episode, I just want to talk about some suggestions that I can let you guys know to help with gut health, some things that you can add in, some dietary changes that you can implement as well. Some supplements that I suggest are probiotics. So probiotics come in different forms. You're going to get a capsule form and it's usually one a day, making sure that you are obviously getting a quality brand not from Walmart or Superstore, but from a doctor's office or some sort of local pharmacy is probably a better option. You can also get probiotics through food sources, kimchi, sauerkraut, kefir, miso. Those are some good options. You can also 
use digestive enzymes. So digestive enzymes are going to help you break down your food if you are lacking certain enzymes in your body. Powdered greens, we suggest this in the Nourish program. Powdered greens are a good source of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all sorts of things in one little scoop. And it's going to also help you with overall energy and immune support. Glutamine is another really great option. So up to 20 grams a day is recommended if you need to use it for gut health. And it's going to help strengthen the intestinal linings. It's also going to help reduce inflammation within the gut. And it's going to help balance that microbiome that we talked about. Other things to consider is you want to consume enough adequate fiber. So in my previous podcast, I talked about the intake of fiber for male and females, a little bit different, but fiber is important and fiber actually helps us have healthy consistent bowel movements. I mentioned implementing fermented items. So fermented items are going to go back to those probiotics. Fermented items are going to be your sauerkraut, your kimchi, your kefir, your kombucha. Those are really good ones as well. You want to make sure that your diet is well-rounded with whole foods. So no pre-packaged foods, no processed foods, no grab-and-go snacks. So eating whole foods is going to give you the good, well-rounded nutrients, vitamins, minerals that your body wants and your body's going to thrive off of. And Another suggestion would be to eat in season. So eating seasonal fruits and vegetables, going to your local farmer's market to get the vegetables that are in season and eating local foods that are going to support your immune system, knowing that they're growing locally. And one last thing that I always suggest is just to limit artificial sweeteners, Splenda or Equal or those ones that you'll get from Tim Hortons or McDonald's that you put in your coffee. I would rather suggest using a whole leaf stevia sweetener. To wrap it up, here I want to mention when you have gut issues and when you are fixing your gut issues you have to think long term it's a healing process it's not going to happen overnight or it's not going to happen within weeks it didn't take you two weeks to get gut issues it's probably taking you many many years to develop these gut issues so understanding that if you are tackling your gut issue it's a healing journey and you have to give yourself time it takes dedication and consistency when I have clients that come to me for gut health protocol I let them know right off the bat what to expect limiting food it's going to be boring. You have to understand that if you add extras in, it's going to be hard to understand what foods are going to trigger you. So there are a lot of protocols that have to be taking in order to do an elimination diet or figuring out what the gut issue is when they come to nourish. I'm going to end with saying eating healthy a well-balanced diet, whole foods, lots of fiber, fruits, vegetables, everything, managing your stress, using stress coping techniques like walking, exercising, meditation is going to go a long way in getting you on the road to recovery and optimal gut health. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.